What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. No, there's this one. Je te la blue. Oh, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> s'il vous plaît, baby. <laughs> I just heard that shit all the time. S'il vous plaît. The French are a great subset of people to make fun of. Dainty. <laughs> Dainty. <laughs> Good evening, monsieur. Good evening, monsieur, mademoiselle. Bonjour. You can just imagine a stinky yeah. Frenchman with a baguette uh, walking to, to down the, the street. To the other special is popped out with her. Side of her when you were sugar. when you were in Paris, did you uh did oh, you try any of their cheese? Their stinky ass but amazingly delicious cheese. No. Why not? It just wasn't on the agenda. Oh yeah, you're lactose intolerant. Yeah. You have weak yeah. genetics that way. And with that, and if you're lactose intolerant. And you don't take naps, bro. They don't go hand in hand, you know. You like, think you think the stew with no AC is bad? Go to fucking Paris when it's a hundred degrees. One fifteen at the hottest with ninety percent humidity. <laughs> How is the cheese not melting on its own? It probably was. Oh, I didn't shoot. see it. I didn't eat any. That's what makes it so stanky. Damn. Speaking uh, of stanky, welcome back to the two AM podcast, <laughs> episode number thirty-three for all you numerology dorks. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. The ancient number of wisdom. No, I don't know. What? You're talking about numerology. Oh, yeah, you're right. 33. I'm, I'm a life path, 33, and LP, 33. So How do you know that? That's just what it says based off is of that my what, birth date. Sorry, um, did you see that on the app that we were using? No, a couple no, it's different. Ago? Okay, sorry. I want to figure that out. Just Somebody out hit me up on Twitter and was like, dude, you're an LP, 33. You're like a master teacher, bro. Oh, dude. Fuck. Holy crap, dude. Everything you say is just so true, dude. Bro, you are. I don't even know why we argue. <laughs> you are Tony Poppins. Yes. Oh, my God. Only people named Tony Poppins or that can be associated as Tony Poppins yeah. get LP33. Well, dude, honestly, imagine him like coming out like onto stage. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tony Poppins. <laughs> he stands seven foot five, 290 pounds, hands bigger than fucking life itself. Zabe, we're going to get you as tall as Yao Ming and as built as Dorian Yates. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a freak. Or as we like to call him. Yorian dates. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do some very experimental procedures where we put discs into your spine to make you taller. Damn! Can you believe that Mao Ying was a basketball player? Did I say Yao Ming? <laughs> no, I just like reverse it. Mao Ying. Oh Jesus! Ma- oh, I was like, uh, that sounds familiar. I, dude, I was so worried. I said that wrong for a second. I'm like, Mao oh, Ying. Fuck that up. God. Oh God. Just another thing. Yeah. On top of the list. Um. It's okay. We still love you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, getting on top of it, yeah. the zombie apocalypse. We were talking about this a little bit before the podcast. Now yes. we can get in we can go as deep into this topic as you want, like how the virus started and such like that. Like what was the primary origin? But what I was mainly concerned of is if in a zombie apocalypse scenario, mm-hmm. similar to that of like The Walking Dead, while 
they move slow, the zombies. Yeah. There's just large quantities of them. So it's like kind of your old school traditional zombie. In Walking a dead type shit? Yes. Mm. What would you do in order to survive the longest or maybe indefinitely? Let's let's make it even more interesting. Or are you just like, I don't care. I'm running the risks. I'll see what happens. And then if it's over, it's over. Let, let's play the scenario of you wake up in the morning. Um, you have no idea. The yeah. zombie apocalypse just like basically just... Just kicked off. Yeah. Everything's gone to shit. Mm. You walk outside, you see the stereotypical like cars burnt and all that shit. So let's start with you, Logan. What do you do? What's your first move? Well, you don't... I'm assuming you don't know that the zombie apocalypse started. You have no idea. So I imagine the first goal would to be finding at least one person that hopefully isn't going to kill you. Yeah. Well, friends, hopefully, ideally. Well, I mean, how are you going to call? What are you going to do? Call them? No, you just go to their house. See what's up. Well, they're probably not going to be there. Well, with 5G around, it's going to be a breeze to call. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to started this whole mess. <laughs> I, get a, I get a gigabyte down anywhere in the fucking world? What? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> just check your phone. You're like, oh my God. And just get munched, right? What's new today? My God, dude. Well, other than that, right? Like mm. in terms of the plan, I guess you could say, it would try, it would be trying to get to somewhere that's in higher altitude, hopefully. Because I imagine having a journey like that for a zombie, making that trek up a mountain, they're going to run into more problems of not being able to crawl up it than, you know, actually being able to get up over, up and over the mountain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So higher elevation, preferably. Then if you can build a shelter on like a vantage spot or like a lookout point where it's easily defensible, um, you can hide up there. So it's like, it's not a tall shelter or tall structure, but it's just enough for you to sleep under and stuff. So yeah. you can stay concealed but have insane visibility, right? Mm -hmm. I would try to do that. Try to work out some system of farming. Try. Obviously, you got to get your hands on a gun. It, it's just it's a necessity. Mm -hmm. Sorry, everybody that's anti NRA. You just got to get it. Yeah, oh, but, all of those people they they quickly they, make they the transition. One, to they would get one so fast. Yeah, but I've thought about that before. What about ammunition? You'll run out. That's the thing. You got to go somewhere and try to find. Uh, a bullet press where it's like a little contraption that you can get where you can fill it like filters in or it puts in all of the uh, ammunition the loading cap and the um it like fills the shells it puts the um actual projectile on top of the shell and mm. stuff like that you got to learn how to do that realistically the easiest weapon to do that with is going to be a shotgun because sometimes the shells are reusable um, you can get access to smokeless powder. It's called a deflagrating power powder very simply. Mm -hmm. It's all over the fucking place. And depending on what state you set up camp in, there will be so much there. It would be amazing if anybody like just, it would be amazing if somebody stole it all. Yeah. There's so much. Like if you go to a gun store in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. you can buy fucking explosives. Yeah. So I don't, I, I'm going to assume that they're going to have some form of gunpowder. Hmm. Preferably deflagrating or smokeless. You yeah. just have to search around. You'll you'll find yeah. ammunition. Yeah. You'll mm. figure it out. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Yeah. The ammo's there. Um, you need an electric car. For sure. You need one. No, I would uh, because this the funny thing about gasoline that most people don't realize is it goes bad faster than you would expect. Hmm. Like gasoline that's in our cars right now, I think it goes bad after it was I think a period of 
nine to 18 months. So you basically wow. want to, you just want an excuse to drive around a P100D in the zombie apocalypse. I wouldn't want that. You know what I would actually take? And well, I'm sorry, Elon, you don't have a truck that's good enough for it. Cybertruck is a no-go? Cybertruck is a no-go. The bed's too small for me personally. Yeah. The looks are too flashy. The light bouncing off of that car, it's just too easy to detect. Yeah. Now it's bitching that the, the windows are really strong and stuff like that, but you can deck out your car. Yeah. You can put like proper barriers and stuff over your window so the windows never roll down but at the same time you don't have to worry about a zombie getting in right mm. the truck i would actually take is the rivian truck what is that rivian is another electric startup um, automobile manufacturer and they have two vehicles that they're primarily working on right now one is a truck and it has i think like a 400 to 500 mile range mm. one Clutch. charge and it's got all the off-roading capabilities. It's jacked up. It has a proper-sized bed. It's a normal truck. It it's just what you would want electric. for the apocalypse. It's what you want because you can recharge it. And you don't have to worry about the fuel running out. Yeah, but what, wouldn't you run into other issues? Like um, like what? Like what if the electricity's out? Dude, the sun, the solar panels. Oh, yeah. It'll take a long-ass time to charge them, but where do you necessarily need to go? Yeah, that's true. Now, I'm glad you chose the common sense route because that's not what I would do at first. <laughs> I would go. Zade's taking a pista. I would no, no, no. I would go to the nearest exotic dealership that I would find. Maybe Iluso. Shout out to to our boy Obi. Ooh. And if they have a six by six, I'm stealing that fucking six by six. You're getting munched on so fast. It doesn't matter. I'm shift. I'm very sneaky, so I'll get my way through. Okay. You're sneaky in a Mercedes six by six. Oh no, I'm sneaky getting getting up to the Mercedes six by six. That's not the hard part. Outside of that, I'm just driving through all <laughs> every fucking. Well, so, but I imagine they would overwhelm you at a point. And you just can't get over them. Mm. Yeah. Of course. This is the... This and is that, the, that thing's a gas guzzler is a motherfucker. Yeah, I'm choosing the illogical route. Okay, you're just choosing the fun route. Yes. I'm boring statistical guy. Dude, you're, screw zombies. I'd be worried about the economy. I'm kidding. <laughs> this guy, bro. He's like, my fucking stock portfolio is like a window. My portfolio is down, declining. dude. Fuck. The only stock that's up is Tesla. <laughs> Somehow. I mean... Rivian made a big jump. Yeah. Dude, what the hell? Yeah, but I have an interesting question for you. Yeah. Okay. So if the only weapon you had, and you were facing life or death at this point, and you had to, you had to use this one weapon, and it was a $100,000 guitar <laughs> to beat the shit out of a zombie and just destroy your guitar, would you do it, or would you just, just die? <laughs> do it. Of course he would do it. The it's guitar has no value. <laughs> but it's like... Well, value. Well, he, he can always find a different guitar to play. Exactly. I know, but like, it's $100,000. Who's going to a guitar center? Not a guitar center, bro. <laughs> like, what if that's the only thing you carried at that time? And you were like, oh, God, I'm about to die, bro. I it's need to break it. It's got to go. All right. Fair enough. Also, if I was in a zombie apocalypse, I wouldn't bring a $100,000 guitar with me. I'd bring my, my shitty little $800 one. Because at least I know where the $100,000 one is if yeah. everything goes back to normal. True. Which and I'm, even if I'm still alive. Yeah. This guy's just walking on the highway with a bougie ass guitar. Yeah, no way. I mean, it would still break. I would still, in a heartbeat, if I'm living, yeah, sorry. Mm. That thing's gone. You know, <laughs> Here's the thing. The zombie apocalypse has always been a fantasy for me, like a secret fantasy. You okay. want it to happen, For some you? reason, I, I want it to happen. I know you want it to I'm... happen because you, you have that same fantasy that every kid has in class all the time when they're bored of shit. Hmm. For example, like, what if someone comes in here and starts causing trouble? Yeah. What if some shit? I'm gonna go up and fucking yeah. put their arm behind their back and kick them in the dick, and yeah. I'm gonna be the big hero. <laughs> I, I imagine it's the same thing for the zombie apocalypse. You just yeah. you like imagining 
that you're going to be this like severely masculine. Well, no, no, it's not necessarily that. I feel like you're I the would leader. I feel like I would just do very well in like. First of all, being very sneaky. I think I'm very good at that. Um, being able to be comfortable with being alone. Yeah. At least. And then like all the small things. I don't know why it's always been a fantasy for me, but it's like, like I've thought about this with uh, Gus's house, for example. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the perfect house to set up shop. Oh, yeah. To like make a fortress because it's it's in a cul-de-sac or yeah. no, it's it's the corner of a neighborhood. Yeah. You can see this way, this way. You have the, the ca- yeah. uh, whatever, the canal behind yeah. you. I feel like it's the perfect place. Literally. But I feel that I'm a very sneaky person. <laughs> yeah, I can, mm. I can sneak my way to some, so some fucking that. Twinkies. Yeah. That's down, dude. I mean, I snuck up on Zay the other day. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Well, for that's that. not <laughs> Fuck you for that. Zay may be a sneaky guy, but he's really easy to sneak up on. Bro. I know. But it was funny because he was playing Call of Duty and he was on the second floor. So what I did was I climbed. Wait, this was in a video game? No. I was was on the second story of a two-story house, okay? The the window's overlooking the neighborhood. Yeah. And out of fucking nowhere, this guy comes out, comes through the window. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, what the (laughs) fuck? He's like, what the? I completely forgot if this was a two-story house or a one-story. <laughs> I could imagine just Saeed's head just sneaking over the windowsill. Just like, ah, what's happening? It was the most <laughs> unexpected thing. Saw it. it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I caught him off guard. Saeed, but, bro. Saeed. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, that's stupid. So, basically, your plan for the zombie apocalypse is the exact opposite of everything that you say you are. Yeah, I'm not. I'm probably not, well. I'm probably not going to be disciplined, responsible. <laughs> you know, leader type guy. Zay just wants the loudest, biggest, most fuel finish, most fuel inefficient car yeah. that he could get his hands. Who's looting all these Whole Foods, dude? God, damn. <laughs> there's no more black bean chips here, bro. There's I don't need no. black bean chips. What is this blasphemy? Damn it, dude! They only have kombucha left. Fuck. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> No one wants that. Bro, that's so weak. It's only cucumber kombucha. That's gross. <laughs> I love how we have to like roast Zade. Here's reason. the thing. Here's the thing. Roast if my only people. option for water is Dasani during the apocalypse. Yeah. Zade's Do I drink it? it? I'm going to starve to death. No, dude. I'm going to find a spring and then filter my own water <laughs> because fuck Dasani. Zade's going to look like if Dasani is the only option for Zade, he will die no. looking like SpongeBob saying, not even. Dude. I will die behind my value. He will die with a barrel in his mouth, dude. Just fucking. <laughs> I'm done with this world. <laughs> and then, like, right, right as he pulls the trigger, it like pans out, just, and you just see a crate of Cho- Topo Chico sitting in the yo, corner. Yeah, that he it was right there, and you couldn't find it. He was the just last, blind. The last crate on the. On it was the entire just planet. out of reach. <laughs> Topo Chico. And then that would be a commercial. Dude, that'd be sick. That'd be that'd their be, new ad campaign. Yeah, dude, that would be so funny. That'd be terrible. That'd be horrible. Yeah, it's just like... <sighs> and he's like hesitating. He's sweating with a barrel in his mouth. on the planet. And then like, <laughs> it, just, it just ends with the logo. Topo Chico. Topo Chico would... <laughs> the, if to watch Topo Chico's stocks fall after that like literally they air the well, commercial no. and within two hours it's just dead. dead. Well, no, because there, think about most coming. commercials these days. You, you're you're basically watching a minute, and you have no a minute of the commercial. You have no fucking idea what the commercial's about. Yeah. And then at the end, it just shows 
M&M's or Coca-Cola. Yeah, and you're like, the commercials these days have nothing to do with the end product for the most yeah, part. Yeah, but you, but what you're saying in that commercial or how it could be interpreted is, if you don't have Topo Chico, killing yourself is a viable option. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what people would take it as, and that's probably not the best approach. If you take it as that, I think. I think that's how people would take it, because how else would they take it? You quite literally, you had water in front of you. You had the option to live and you didn't take it because you didn't have anything else to drink. And this instance is going to be targeted at Topo Chico just because they pan out and there it is. Mm. <laughs> so I didn't give an answer. What do you think you would do? Me? Yeah, we know. I've always, I honestly, I don't know why, but I would find like a really good Costco. Set up shop. You know why? Because I have all the ladders and access to multiple layers of stories, right? That I can be in. Also, it's brick walls. Also, their exits and entrances are not regular doors. Dude, they probably have a roof too. Yeah. Sunbathing. Are you talking about? Sorry, this was a like a Costco. You have all that. Don't you think that place would be a hot spot though for shit? Like people are going to be coming through there. Yeah, but I mean that's just my initial thought. Like I I don't know why. It's a good thought. That's why you come with the boys and you clean house. Yeah. Um, Well, he's talking about living there long term. Yeah. Yeah, You clean house and then set up. Another thing would be find a border somewhere where it's kind of like empty land but not empty enough to where you can like reserve an area Mm -hmm. and just set up shop and we'll take shifts fucking watching and looking out kind of like his idea then yeah except different area pretty much yeah what what does the border have to do with that because you know how borders are just open space and they can have the they usually have watchtowers and shit like that Mm, not necessarily do you mean like Some between borders. U.S. and Mexico? Yeah, like like country borders. Like, why would you want to? I would do the Canada one. If Canada, I yeah, yeah. The, well, that's I, what I'm saying. Either end. I would do Canada just because there's, like, you yeah. know, the last thing I want water is, a, is and it's cool. I'm worried about the zombie apocalypse and then the cartels right behind me too. Fuck, <laughs> dude, that's the last thing I want. That would be rough. After yeah. I get my six by six, I'm heading to the nearest gym facility and setting up shop there <laughs> because I need my incline bench. <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna feed that habit? Huh? How are you going to feed that habit? Doesn't matter. I'll just fast a lot. Just Zay, get some Zay type of die faster in. than you and I. Hey, at, at least I died lifting. <laughs> I wouldn't care about lifting at that point. That might really. be a shirt. Yeah. You wouldn't want to get stronger during the No, I'd, I'd get stronger, but I wouldn't want to be at the gym. Bro, progressive overload. You know what? I thought of all people, you would be about the practical strength. You know what I would do? Of course I would be about that. I would literally launch my freaking truck back up into a gym. Just destroy everything. <laughs> pack it and load it with squat racks and fucking <laughs> do all that shit. Take it to your base. compound? Yeah, take it to your compound, literally. That's, 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 that's actually a smart move. If you yeah, have yeah, enough why people... Why the fuck would I want to stay at the gym? Yeah, screw that. <laughs> Ventilation sucks. Everything just terrible. No, some some 24 hours, are they have surprisingly good AC. You'd be shocked. Dang. Yeah. Okay. But then again, you need enough power to run that generator yeah. anyway, so. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I can, see, I can see that. The zombie apocalypse thing is just... That'd be the biggest problem, really, is just electricity. Yeah, but Where I are feel you gonna like get it? with everything, there's always going to be a trap or something can go wrong, you know? Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So there's really no right answer, but there's a lot of wrong answers. You just sure. never... It comes down to the simple fact of you never know what's going to happen. Just anything could happen That's at true. any time. You might just get run up on and fucking taken over. And yeah. 
you're dead within a couple minutes after they showed up or it's interesting because the zombies aren't going to be the problem the other people who are trying to survive are yeah because usually the zombies are pretty stupid yeah mm-hmm. i mean they walk slow their their only reason that they're really scary is if you're exploring a new area and you haven't been there before right so they could be around any corner and you yeah. have no idea or when a big number of them come and then there's just too many mm-hmm. can't handle it <laughs> Bitch. Fucking big dick bitch. You just hear you just hear one zombie in the distance. You just hear one zombie in the distance. It is what it is. It is what it is. Oh baby. Yeah, I mean if if the zombie apocalypse happens. Imagine you just hear Lock them doors and turn them. Oh, you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> the two AM podcast come prepared comes prepared for the zombie apocalypse. Actually, that's an interesting question, Saeed. Yeah. If there's like, if there's a zombie or if there's a person that was gifted in terms of they have a good singing yeah. ability, like, do they have good vocal cords? I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, are they still able to sing mm. when they become a zombie? Like, what I know that I, yeah. I imagine error just kind of comes in and out randomly. You yeah. know, it's not as regulated as it would be if you were a normal, alive person. Sorry to discriminate against zombies, but that's just how it is, right? So if you could sing very well before, like, you think as a zombie, every now and then, like, some random air gets out, and instead of sounding like, or whatever, it sounds like, (laughs) Adele is a zombie? (laughs) Dude, what the hell? (laughs) That would be fucking weird. That's fried. Well, like, how long does it take for their body to start decaying like that? I don't know. The way I imagine it is that, if they had good vocal cords, they'd be able to just scream things. Because <laughs> what was weird was even in The Walking Dead, yeah, like when somebody got bit and they turned into a zombie, it looked like they were already decaying after like hour eight. And then they turned. Yeah. Mm. Like, would your body really break down that fast? Like your body would have to create bile or something that would just dissolve skin tissue and yeah. muscle tissue or whatever at that rate. So how quickly does that point come? So what I'm asking is, are there just a bunch of people that are walking around looking like fucking meth heads or like some tweakers, right? But it turns out they actually have a zombie virus. (laughs) I mean, these are the questions we should be asking. You know what's sad? Yeah. You can go to LA and it's basically like a zombie apocalypse. If you go in, yeah, parts of really bad downtown LA, it's uh, a, it's probably the worst place you can be in a fucking large city. Yeah. Can we not fix that up? The no homeless problem. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's there's simple answers to these. Our leaders to, don't give a shit pro- though. They really don't. They it don't. doesn't feel that way at least. Because like, why would they let this go on for so long? Oh, what they don't have the means to fix it yet. California's dumping billions of dollars into an air quote light uh, light train or what is it called a bullet train? Oh, that's stupid ass. Train. And it's not even that fucking fast. It's like barely faster than the average commuter train in Europe. (laughs) Like it's really not that speedy of a train and it's costing us billions of dollars and it's not going to be done till maybe 2029. And knowing them, it's probably like 2040. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing with this money? Why are we putting it in these wrong areas? And better yet, why doesn't the government ask us, the citizens, like any of our input as to where the money goes? Yeah. That's that's facts. The whole point of government, if I'm not mistaken, is that it's supposed to be elected representatives to do exactly that. Represent 
the group of people who elected them. Yeah. So the people's ideas that should be most important or the ideas that should be the most important are the people's yeah. per se. And then the guy that's in charge of everything just coincides with the people. But somehow we've uh, elected these fucking people. For example, Gavin Newsom, where he's just so reckless with his spending. Mm-hmm. What a cunt. It's just, and he doesn't even ask. Like we, how often do you get asked where shit goes for taxes? Never, because yeah. it isn't a thing. Yeah, <laughs> well, they don't I was, care about their constituents. I saw this thing on Facebook where it was saying that um, look at the difference between Japan and the United States w- with the way our money is being used, like our tax. Does uh, Japan tax dollars? You also okay. What? Here's the thing for me, at mm-hmm. least, when people compare a size or a country the size of the U.S. In comparison to a country the size of, for example, one you always hear is Nordic countries, or in this instance, Japan. Yeah. Yes, maybe they do use their tax dollars more efficiently. And yes, their public transportation system is better. Look at how small that string of islands is in comparison to the entirety of the U.S. Actually, better yet, just California. But I agree with Saeed because it's the mindset. It doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, of course it matters how many people is in whatever country we're talking about, but it's the mindset behind it. Like, we don't just fucking waste our money all the time. Yeah. Instead, we apply it strategically and consciously and make the society it's, better. In that case, yes, I would agree with you. Yeah. That would be a good idea. Yeah, like, their train systems are fucking amazing. Their roads are down. Everything is just, like, the their infrastructure. Their roads are nice, yeah. The infrastructure, the, the like, the innovation behind buildings and, and new, new buildings and things like that, you can see it, like, it's all being worked into that, into making it look good and be more efficient and just things like that. And the culture seems much more and proper look at us. than the Look US. at us here, dude. The Five North is still <laughs> under construction. Goddamn Five it's, North. That's just, just one part, dude. It's literally been just months. Just one part. It's been, at least for this one section that I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, yeah. of in particular, it's been closed for months. And the amount of progress I've seen being made is minimal at best. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I literally see construction workers there all the time. They just block it off, take out <laughs> the concrete, and then they chill, eat a goddamn burrito from the off-brand place. The one with the yellow wrapper. Or the food truck that, comes along. Those are usually the best. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah, but, fire. but like, you get what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like they're taking this whole thing to get paid and eat lunch. That's all. That's the way I see it. I just don't understand why we can't have these these processes can't be done quicker yeah because we got to jump through all this bureaucratic why, like why does it say bullshit? like oh projection is 23 years like uh, what it takes 23 years to build a mile long fucking piece of road i don't understand fucking, like, well i mean like look at irvine or uh, irvine ave yeah. right that one strip of road has been under construction for like maybe four to five years funny enough what it feels like after covid i've seen them make more progress on that than before it's true <laughs> That's very true. Because people wanted to work now. The most amount of progress I've ever seen being done on civil projects or uh, and stuff like that is during COVID. And now that people are driving it's again, interesting. I've already seen the amount of work get cut back drastically. Once everybody starts driving out, it's just like, fuck yeah. it, we're done. Also, our, our freeways are just too busy. Yeah. Especially in California. Could you imagine the millions of dollars that would be lost if we just, like, before COVID-19... That would be lost if we just shut down the the highways for a month. It's insane because most people live like, for example, L.A. Most people live um, within other areas. They don't live in downtown L.A. for work. Yeah, because it's too expensive. Exactly. <clears throat> That's why people that live in L.A. they commute from like Long Beach or 
more from in the valley or something like that. You know, they're just it's too expensive to live in LA. Like you we need said. we need to take a, a page out of the book of the ancient uh, Egyptians theories. and uh, contact the aliens so they can help us with fantastic structures. Have you ever uh, heard of the stair stepping uh, theory of what happens in or of what was happening in Egypt? No. So in Egypt, if I remember correctly, they were like very small. At first, it was like very small um, organizations of people, tiny villages and very, very um, early forms of farming and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden they got irrigation down to like a perfect science. Yeah. Mm. And then they just kind of stay stagnant at that for a while. And then they figure out how to build the pyramids. And Interesting, then just like isn't stag- it? Yeah, it was just a theory I heard on... Um, it might aliens. it might have been ancient aliens. It's that or the JRE. It's one of the two. Pretty sure it was actually. I think it might have been the JRE when the guy came in to discuss um, the Sphinx, mm. like the legend of the Sphinx and stuff like that. Ooh. Which, by the way, what a trippy building or oh, an yeah. edifice. Like, what is? How did they even think of that? Oh, the body of a cat and a face of a person. Like, I know that sounds stupid. Like, I was just say, I sound like an 80s comedian. What's the deal with that? Like, yeah. this airline food is garbage. But, I'm, <laughs> but I mean, like, really, how big of, like, a structure that is and the importance that they had to have placed on it in order to build something like that with the minimal amount of tools that they had. Well, it goes to show how much, uh, how much wealth they had and how much free, um, free labor, slavery, that they yeah. were able to uh, take advantage of. Sorry, this uh, man. we have a we have somebody leaving the room. Let him do his thing. I know. What did you want to speak about with aliens, though? Since it, I mean, segues into our thing. Oh yeah, another thing we were talking about before the podcast. Zade asked me the question: Where did the idea for what's referred to as gray aliens come from? You know, like the stereotypical alien that you see on all the um, the drawings, like where it's Big just eyes, like a, bald a teardrop head, head weird yeah. black eyes, and like two little nose holes or something like that. And I was like, oh, those came from pro- most realistically these early cave paintings. Which I didn't even know. And they, exactly. You're like, what the, what the hell are you talking about? And so I Googled it for him. And if you all want to freak out for a second, hop on Google and look up and look up um, ancient cave drawings of gray. And that's G. I believe it's G-R-E-Y aliens. Mm hmm. And I have a hard time debating it. I mean, like, at least in terms of inspiration for what it looks like. It's an exact fucking replica of what, yeah. basically the stereotypical alien. And these cave paintings are like 10,000 years old. How do we explain that? I don't know. I genuinely can't give an explanation for that. Because you might, some people would say, oh, well, maybe they were just trying to draw people. Like, maybe they didn't understand the mechanics of art. And they were just drawing like what kind of looks like a person, right? Because if you look at them, you're like, theoretically, that could be a guy, right? I I would argue against that because their people were basically stick figures, right? I was going to get there in a second, but yes, continue. In some instances, people were stick figures. Other times they were a little bit more flushed out, two-dimensional drawings. But the thing is, they've also drawn like half, half animal, half human like hybrids. Yeah. That's a lot in um Egypt. Egypt like Sanskrit and also the um the stone carvings that they did. So part of me is like what did they 
I mean, we knew they experimented with certain types of drugs back then. Well, That's I not far-fetched, so maybe they had visions. It's possible. Who, who knows? There's no way to know. That's the thing. Like, I don't believe that they had, like, ancient medicine written down, you know, or, you know, you say drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Which would just be their, the plants around them and they manipulate them however they do to get fucked up, right? There was no written testimony of that as far as I'm concerned, right? As if they did drugs or not. And it's really hard to decipher these languages anyways. Mm-hmm. To read Sanskrit, you're kind of just guessing what people have to say based off of like the images that were drawn. There's definitely a language there. Yeah. But to decipher it is unbelievably difficult. And it's still debated to this day like how to properly do. Obviously there's like an accepted form of Sanskrit, but like no one really knows. Yeah, it's it's a guessing game really. Yeah. But I'm trying I'm trying to imagine being like a hunter gatherer group. It's fucking flying saucer just <laughs> mobs into your view. lands yeah Yeah, imagine going from like wooden spears and then you found this um you found like this sharpened piece of rock and then you just tied it on with some twine that you made yeah and you're going from that shit and like everybody's naked to there's a chrome disc flying through the (laughs) sky effortlessly and it lands right in front of you and these people just step out of it that look nothing like you and people are like oh go go go." and then the aliens (laughs) and then the aliens look at those people like ew god the fuck is this? No class. No. What, what are you doing, little one? Oh, oh. Why do aliens sound like that in movies or whatever? I think it that that harkens back to like the sci-fi era, in yeah. like the 50s, I believe, the 50s or 60s or whatever. And um, one of the main audio effects that they had was speeding that. up audio. So that and then with the combined voice of it, yeah. like that's what made aliens <laughs> aliens. And then I that... Have a- and, that's when like synths were starting to get really big. And so they had that like the like shit like that, you know. I have a very particular set of skills. Me. I don't know who you are. <laughs> you almost you're so close to sounding like a cop from the forties. Yeah, you don't even know. See? You're so close to figuring it out. Aliens have soft voices, they probably have low testosterone, bro. What's going on here, Alien, I'm gonna yeah. guess aliens don't even speak. Yeah, they'd probably like... I, I think if they're able to travel interplanetary, interplanetarily or interstellar, they could probably communicate through some form of telekinesis at that Miss point. Miss me with or, those poverty vocal cords. Or it could just be like Morse code, dude. Clicking. Dude, what's more, what's more advanced than just me, you and me looking at each other and having a conversation? Nothing, really. Yeah, that's it's the ultimate form. Because I imagine if you could do that... You could find a way to interact with objects. Mm. Damn, dude. They make Xavier look stupid. <laughs> that was an X-Men reference, by the way. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, think about it, though. Yeah. Like, if you could theoretically communicate telepathically, that yeah. means that somehow a message is coming out of your brain into him. and information has to be received into the other recipient's brain. Yeah. So in order to do that, you have to, one, be able to create that information to be have able to 5G. send it. Yeah, 5G. <laughs> that's that's why aliens are so successful. They have 5G. <laughs> this sounds like an SMS message. In a way, yeah. yeah. It's actually very similar, I would imagine, yeah. right? But just like um, more of a natural SMS text. Yeah. So you have to be able to generate it. You have to be able to send it. You have to be able to control who receives it. And yeah. then 
you have to make sure that the person can actually receive it and comprehend what you're saying. Mm. So I imagine if you're able to redirect that towards a different source, for instance, your spaceship or like a UFO, that's how they would control it. Crazy. It's just, once again, just fun things to talk. It's a 2 a.m. podcast. Of efficient. That's very efficient. It sounds like very efficient. There's no such yeah. thing as a 2 a.m. discussion without aliens and zombies cave and cave drawings. Perfect. That was yeah. excellent. Yeah, that was a good one. Really? Yeah. Okay, I did not think that was good. I, was, I thought I fucked that up. But. <laughs> Dude, my favorite one is the X-Files one. That's a good one. You know, you know, yeah, you know, every episode's gonna be good. <laughs> I've never watched that show. It's really good. Really? Mm -hmm. I've seen the movie too. Is it on Netflix? Uh, shit, I cannot tell you for sure, but I believe so. Okay, because I've always, I've been told that that's a show I would enjoy, and I mean, I just finished watching. Oh it. hell yeah, you would enjoy that. You know what? We're gonna watch that next. We I'm should. Down. We should. Maybe Wait, not. the Twilight Zone? No, no, no. Twilight, Twilight Zone's good. really it's good, dope, though, too. But, yeah. uh, the X-Files. Oh, oh, wait, actually, can we talk about that for a second? Well, this is more of a conversation of pacing in terms of media from older generations to ours. Mm -hmm. But, like, the Twilight Zone. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, for instance, like, had a Netflix and chill, but, like, you're just trying to Netflix, you're not really, like, getting to the chill, you're just vibing, right? Mm -hmm. So... And you turn on, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Have you ever watched The Twilight Zone on a date or something like that? No. It unfortunately gets boring not. so fast. And I, I feel bad because it's something I genuinely enjoy. Yeah. But the pacing of the shows are so slow now in mm -hmm. comparison to what we watch. Like, I feel like almost everything we watch now is just like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, like, yeah. Here's the next po like, here's the next plot point. Here's how they got there. Here's where they're going next. Yeah. Well, people's attention span totally got smaller yeah. oh 100 percent. adhd and it drives me nuts when mm -hmm. i watch movie it's like hard for me to watch modern movies sometimes yeah because the pacing is just so quick quick in quick. your face yeah and it's not like i can't keep up that's not the issue it's just like i'm at the movie yeah like let's let's unwind this let's learn who the character like is. i don't let's... need a 90 minute adrenaline rush like um the perfect example i have of that is the last star wars movie that they made oh, the um so episode episode nine uh what is it the last jedi or i do not know whatever it was yeah. the one where um ray and kylo ren kissed at the end which <laughs> sorry spoiler what the spoiler. hell um yeah it's not a good movie anyways is ray a girl yeah ray oh, was okay. the the cool. main uh protagonist of the new trilogy okay yeah. my bad because i have a, i used to have a co-worker named ray so uh -oh. he was a guy so i was like you thought the Jedi's were lesbians? No. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about, Bruh. <laughs> I thought Where he was thinking of two from? women kissing. No, no. See, I was thinking of two. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyways, Kylo Ren and Rey. Oh, we already said the spoilers. They mm -hmm. kissed at the end of the movie, which, by the way, mm -hmm. almost killed the entire trilogy for me. Yeah, we. I, we I already had a shaky basis on it. I yeah. didn't. It wasn't that it was bad per se some of the visuals were astonishing some of the storytelling was okay the characters just needed to be worked on more mm. like ray's story was so boring up until the end and then they made it not it was it wasn't boring at the end they made it so unbelievable we, and so over the top yeah we've been over how disney just absolutely destroyed but my point trilogy. sorry 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 what i'm trying to get to is 
with that movie, when we were watching it in theaters, it was like every 10 seconds, it was like the whole movie switched. No, there's no quiet time or like... And they did that shit. They did that shit that annoys me in movies where they explain to you what's happening. <laughs> ah. It's, it's a problem. It's a problem of not only narrative structure and storytelling, yeah. but also the writing of the movie. Are they trying to dumb it down for kids? Yeah. That... I don't know if it's just for kids. I think it's just for general audiences. What the hell? Dude. Dude, it was like literally, it's like you can see them flying to go blow this up, right? And they already talked about the whole plan beforehand. And then they're like, oh, nice shooting. Yeah, I'm glad we're going to go blow up the Death Star or whatever it was. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's like, why'd you have to say that again? We yeah. know what you're doing. Just yeah. be a badass so pilot redundant. for a couple seconds, yeah. right? So redundant. Relax, Let me create the dialogue in my head of like, oh, this is the coolest fucking guy in the yeah. galaxy or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, I don't need you to explain to me what's happening every step of the way. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like uh, an intro class to script writing. <laughs> Where it's just like you focus so hard on the standard dialogue that it's just like it just sounds so corny. Like it was something that my teacher talked about a lot, at least in high school for the intro yeah. writing class. He just talked about like it's um show don't tell. Yeah. That was the big one. Yeah. Show don't tell. Yeah, because we're not stupid. We can connect the dots within our own minds. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of a lot of uh big studios don't see it that way. Because the movies that tend to sell the best are the ones that dumb it down for you a lot. Mm. So isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's really bitching to have an intellectual art piece and there's like a very big message and it's personal to the creator. Those never do well because yeah. most people don't give a shit. They want to go see Vin Diesel blow up a fucking <laughs> building and and steal a steal a, a safe. Vin Diesel. Yeah. It's true though. If there's an action movie with Vin Diesel, or no, if there's not an action movie with that has Vin Diesel in it, yeah. I'm not watching it. Oh Dude, how God. do they keep making Transformers movies? <laughs> Those movies get universally the most shit out of anything, and they always make a new one. Yeah. yeah. Michael Bay, dude. Michael I really Bay. enjoy Michael Bay, but I, I get your point. I'm sorry. Like, I the obviously the Transformers movies, yeah. they're not for me. The idea is bitching, transforming cars, and they all fight each other for whatever reason that they yeah. feel is okay for that movie. But it's like... It's just the the things in between, the dialogue, the yeah, storytelling. I get you. Dumb. It's like imagine the Dark Knight, where there's that dinner scene and the Joker pops in, and he has um, Rachel. Oh yeah. And he's like, ah, very poor choice of words. Like imagine he was just like, he was just like, I'm gonna throw her out the window. You know, like <laughs> you'd just be like, what the hell? Like you could see that coming. Just build up to it visually. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what's but, cra what's crazy about that? So dumb. Sorry that you mentioned that, and yeah. it reminded me of something, and it's exactly what happened. With like the Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. What do you mean? This was the thing that bummed me out the most about it, right? Yeah. I understand there was a lot of big motifs they were trying to get across in that movie. Mm -hmm. Primarily mental health was the biggest one. Yes. Yeah. The way they approached it, at least to me, didn't feel representative mm. of like mental illness or... Or just how, maybe how it's experienced. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I'd have to think about it again. It's been so long since I've seen the movie. But just from what I remember about it, it's like, that's not how somebody would react in that scenario. And then I had a friend tell me, well, every situation's different from person to person. And I'm like, I get that. But every time he talked about like him dealing with that, it just felt like a writer. Yeah. It didn't feel like the Joker. It didn't feel like, um, what was his name in the movie? Heath Ledger. No, 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 uh, no, no. Joaquin, Fe what do you mean? Joaquin Phoenix character uh, for the Joker. Uh, shoot. Uh, 
completely forgot his whatever name. his name was whatever yeah. his name was it didn't feel like that guy it felt like the person writing that character mm. for example when he was on the tv show yeah and he's screaming when you're in a fucking government system that doesn't give a shit about mentally ill people i'm like okay you're right mm-hmm. but the joker that's not who his character is yeah the joker's more sadistic than that yeah He's more, he's just pure anarchy. Yeah. He, and that's what Heath Ledger's, or that's why his performance was so excellent. Yeah. Like the Joker doesn't, he, he doesn't like sit down and like yeah. wallow in his depression. No, yeah. He strategizes and then has plan A, B, and C along with D. And yeah. it's just like, he's just And then evil, he's thinking of E as the whole thing's he's unfolding. He's an evil genius. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th that gets into the whole, okay, I like this topic because have we discussed depression and anxiety? The, I feel like we in have a, in a half. Yeah, we maybe we have, in a half. <laughs> we have. We. I feel like it's one of those things. It's like we talked about it, but not for very long. Yeah. So here's the question on my mind: Is sure. to you guys, to you guys, is depression a choice? No, no. Why? Because there it can, relates to feelings. I think. There can quite literally be a chemical imbalance within your brain. Like your brain isn't producing the right amount of things, or it's producing too much of something that's negative. And that's why that could be a reason why your depression is yeah. going. Also, or it's, go, or it's happening. You can take something like a medication, and it would be like a side effect for some people is exactly mild depression. Yeah, because it messes mm. with your brain chemistry. Yeah, at that point, it's a feeling. It's not something that you can really control. It's kind of like you know how, how if you have a bad diet, that can really f with you. Yeah, it's like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like whatever's in your system kind of like can generate, like Logan said. I get that. I don't know much about the chemical imbalance thing, but um. At least, because this is discussed on Twitter a lot. Yeah. The whole topic of de depression, anxiety. Yeah. Do people um, legitimate, legitimately think it's a choice? I mean, because that's that's kind of there's sad a lot of nuance to, to it. There, I think I think when depression is not a choice, that's the very like that's the one percent. That's the exception that depression is not a choice. Yeah. If we're talking about chemical imbalances, but if we're talking about lifestyle and like. Uh, people making up like people feeling s uh, so much anxiety because of their poor lifestyle that they then label themselves as depressed and then go go into the system you know take pharmaceutical pills and all that that's where i think most people that's where i think it is a choice well your brain is still undergoing an imbalance the reason you're unhappy is because your brain is pumping out the shit to tell you how to feel i hate to i hate to put it in that narrow of a box mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot more the emotions, the the this, the that, everything tied to it, the all of that stuff. But it really kind of just boils down to how your brain's firing and what's going on in there. Because if you're not happy, right, or you're not even not even content, if you're sad, depressed, there's usually something happening within you, mm -hmm. as well as something happening externally. Mm -hmm. And usually, the things happening within you are a factor of the things happening externally. Yeah. So yeah, you might make bad decoices. Bad decoices. Decoices. Our new word of the day is decoices. Uh, bad decisions. You might make bad decisions that therefore cause the imbalance in your brain to start, which then causes the depression. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a neuroscientist. Yes. I'm not an expert in the field. I'm just going based off of what my understanding of the brain is. Yeah, but I mean, if we've all dealt with depression, obviously. Yeah. So, um. For me, I mean, thankfully, it, it wasn't something that was, like, that I had no control over, right? Mm -hmm. It was something I can control. That means something was either wrong with my diet or maybe you're just in your head always, 24-7. Yeah, or you're going something. through a rough patch. doesn't matter. There's just something happening to you that's yeah. causing that. So I can totally see, like, it is a sensitive topic, especially if it's, like, if you're medically, like, actually depressed, considered yeah. 
depressed. But it's not something that there. There's no one out there that hasn't gone through it. Yeah, it's it's a it's something human we all emotion. have. Yeah, it's a human. At emotion. some point, you will experience it. It's like sad, mad, depressed, happy, joyful, whatever. Yeah. Right. You just go through it, but um, it's, it's a sensitive topic, obviously, because you can get yourself out of it if it's. Like I feel like there's there has to be like a serious depression just, and then a not so serious one. I just hate I just hate levels. There's different, different sure. levels. Yeah. yeah. So like I can see how like you can okay you can get yourself out of it by taking care of your mental health, which is like you know doing stress exercises or like mm-hmm. practice something or release something else or you know like it could be anger, bro. You I don't know maybe something happened three years ago and you're still holding on to it. I just hate the whole victim mentality. That's that goes with it yeah i'm so depressed oh okay it's like like are you telling me that you're going to be depressed for the rest of your life yeah i mean if you keep up Um, that attitude yeah if you keep up that attitude you're gonna end up sure suicidal and then because suicide i i honestly believe there is pleasure in depression i've i've talked about that before Mm. So like you love victimizing yourself, like it's kind of like it's an addiction. Do. Yeah, some do. Yeah, not all. I, I mean, I've of course been not all. We're not saying yeah. you know? like I feel like sometimes I'll feel bad for myself, but there's a little hint of pleasure in that. There is of, that, like there, going that, down in the dumps. You there's know? a lot of truth to that. Yeah, a lot of truth to that. And at the same time, I hated who I was becoming, so I was just like, all right, it's time to change. So like, fake a smile, do that. You know, hang around people you care about. Mm-hmm. Just joke it off bro and then like from there just take it step by step and like i get the whole yeah. phys- like physiological component to it but what about the spiritual spiritual component is big with depression well that that's what i was trying to say earlier was i made it more of like a mechanical fitting it somehow into this little box kind of thing where the spiritual aspect is derivative from the mechanical because the mechanical well, you, drives the spirit, or at least that's what it feels like. And I know a lot of people would get mad at me and argue that, oh, they're they're separate. But I'm like, just in terms of how your brain functions and your body works, they're technically the same thing. Because we have no proof of a soul, but we do have a proof that your brain produces shit and your brain fires in a certain way to make you feel... Well, we do know we're spirit, spiritual beings. Well, we're spiritual in practice, but we don't know if there's like a soul. We don't know if there's you know, heaven or hell or any of that stuff. We don't know. So I'm just saying in terms of what your brain is and how your body functions, that's usually how it would arise. Mm. Right. So when you say spiritual, that's why I was like, oh, well, and then the imbalance stuff that I was talking about. Now, the spiritual aspect of it, if you want to talk like your feelings, that's a very big, that's a big discussion. to go Not just over. that. Um, I put out a tweet a while ago. And this that was based off of something I learned um, from somebody who I trust. But basically, the idea is if you're feeling depressed or suicidal, the wrong thing to do is to think about it only in terms of the physical, like to kill yourself physically. But what about killing yourself spiritually, changing who you are and then coming out, um, coming out of the other side, basically, you know. But why does it have to be born spir- again? Why does it have to be spiritual? Why because, can't it just be you're changing yourself? Because you can't. You why can't, does it need to be the spirit that changes? Is my question. You can't take I'm out not the spirit. It. I'm just people. like I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm being a dick, and yeah. I know it sounds insensitive when I say all depression is is chemical signals being wrong. I'm just 
we have, we have mental, we have physical, we have emotional, we have spiritual. Those four are all tied together. You cannot just cut one but off. But they're all then... stemmed from one place. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're all stemmed from one place. I, I would say they are. Bro, I mean... I'd say that. we like to think of them as individual, but in reality, they all probably come from one place. They interconnect, but I don't think there's one sole place that it comes from. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with that. Like, if you think about it this way, you could be like... A dude that has been gymming it every single day. You're taking care of your body. Your diet is on point. You're financially secure. Um, you have a loving family and kids, and yeah. you're just like everything's just good. But somehow you have that feeling. You're you're just depressed, right? That's very hard to dissect because it seems like you have everything figured out. It's just you know what I think it might be. You this is this is just a complete blatant guess. Yeah. If I had, I've never been in that situation, mm -hmm. but I have a theory yeah, or a few at least. Midlife crisis, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, when you hit the 40 or 50 mark, wherever you want to look at it, yeah. depending on how optimistic you are, you're going to make it to 80 or you're going to make it to 100. Well, young people start going through that much faster. Oh, I feel like that's going crises. on a lot. At, uh, it's going on a lot more at our age and especially yeah. in our generation than it did in previous ones. Yeah. If I just had to, I wasn't part of previous generations, so I wouldn't know. But I feel like in our generations, we worry about dying like very young or when we're very young. Like that's what we concern ourselves with for some yeah. reason. That like we start lost. having we start having like 40 or 50 year old thoughts when we're like 20 to 25. Yeah. Which I think is very healthy. I think it's a good thing just yeah, to just thing. to reconcile that mortality is happening. And mm -hmm. it's it's going to you just have to live with it. It's just well, that's funny. You have to live with mortality. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me to to understand different perspectives because I am myself. Like I haven't experienced other people's yeah um, lives, and I've never gone through like this serious. Well, I've gone through periods of depression where it was like I understood. I understood the cause of it. I knew that if I fixed this, I wouldn't be in this funk, so to speak. Um, but yeah, stepping in people's shoes, it's like. It, that's that's why it's good to to talk to other people who've been through it, like who are depressed, even though, you know, logically they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's interesting though. I don't know. I just feel bad for framing it in in one box. I, I'm the biggest party killer when I say shit like that. Like for example, the the spiritual. The physical. Well, what what did you say again? It was the. It was you have the mental, mental, physical, physical emotional, spir spiritual. Okay. When I, I feel like such a buzzkill when I say they're all derived from this from one place, which is your brain, because without the brain, you wouldn't have the means to process the information or the stimuli, which would be the the touch. But that that feels so reductionist to, to me. But that's what it is. At least is at least that's how I'm looking at it, right? Well, that that kind of is the truth. I mean, like you science. can you can say I, that being consciousness, a kill, but I I feel like at least to me that's what's true. You right? can say that consciousness stems from the brain, but I don't believe that. I think consciousness is a much, like it's everywhere. It's like the air, like we are. I don't know how exactly to describe it, but it's much bigger than just you know some neural connections. I mean, I, I think just, I think that does make sense. I kind just, of. I mean, I was just going to say, con isn't consciousness just the ability to take in information, process it, and then um, give a specific outcome depending on what you want? So like, for instance, um, like a dog, a dog is conscious. Mm -hmm. You can give a dog a treat and it gets really excited and it starts wagging its tail. Or um, you can yell at the dog if it did something bad, like pee on the rug, and then it gets sad, right? 
it's a very simplistic version of consciousness, but it's consciousness nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And then there's the human one where obviously that's... Remember, remember what Dennis McKenna said in that documentary last night? He said that brains are overrated and that um, when you look at nature, it's, it's a different form of intelligence. It is though. That's, I mean, that's just, that's... Like it's consciousness, but it's, it's almost like they're doing it without thinking. Yeah. But it's, it's not, uh, it is a different form of consciousness. That's a, that's a completely different discussion though. Like they don't have the traditional brain center, right? Like they don't have, um, like mammals have brains, mm -hmm. right? Trees don't really have that shit, but they have a different form of intelligence where they realize if something gets cut that, um, either they need to let it die or they can just regrow on a different spot coming out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is a response to stimuli, but is it just that's what the tree does is constantly try to find the best way in order for it to survive? For instance, if you go to the Amazon, right, in certain parts of the jungle, the trees are tall as fuck because for thousands of years, they were, or millennia, they were just fighting with each other to mm -hmm. get the sun. Mm-hmm. So they had to keep growing every year or else they would die out. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say, it, it's a different form of consciousness. Like they don't ask questions. Mm -hmm. Like uh, things can be inquisitive, but they don't necessarily ask questions. Like when they taught a monkey sign language, the one thing that the monkey didn't really do, and I believe, I forget what the monkey's name was. It was like Bobo or some shit. And Bobo's a classic name for all monkeys. When they were teaching this monkey sign language, right? When um, it had this like little cat or a kitten that it would take care of all the time. And then one day the kitten died and the, the gorilla was very upset, mm -hmm. like very distraught. And then the head trainer or whatever came over and they were signing like, um, are you okay? And uh, then the monkey responded with like sad. And that was it. It knew that the kitten wasn't coming back and it was dead and it made it upset. But it didn't ask why did the kitten die. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm not, I'm not yeah. We're, what I'm we're trying at to say a different is there, level. We're at a much higher level. There's of different levels of consciousness. And I'm saying the human one is derivative from the brain because that's the processing center. That's the information center. It's not connected to anything else externally. Um, that's That's really all I have to say about that. Anything that you get, like that gut feeling you get or whatever, that's just intuition based off of something that you're, it's a process or a pattern that your brain was able to recognize. And it's like something feels off here mm. and it's letting you know that. Yeah. Fascinating discussions though. Yeah. That's a, that's a really big one. And I yeah. hate, and I like, I love talking about that, but I hate the way that my point sounds when I get it across. Cause it sounds so robotic. What's well, it? It's a different perspective. Yeah. I, I, I can, I can see how I'm like, sure that many people yeah. agree with you. Yeah. I mean, it, it could come off dickish. It come on, you know? Yeah. Like, and it feels pretentious when I say mm -hmm. it. That's another reason I don't like, yeah. To like talk you have it all figured out. No, yeah. I don't. I like, I don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is a soul. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe consciousness is interconnected between all yeah. of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it's, it's a huge thing. Yeah, it's it's a really big topic, yeah. and we have understandings of how it happens biologically, but we don't really know to the full extent. Yeah, yeah. that's true. 
Uh, I mean, hell, they're going through a brain right now, slice by slice, and each each slice is like maybe a centimeter thick, and they still can't figure out how the fucking brain works. Yeah, yeah. The the they have the hole is bigger than the than the part. Exactly. The sum of its parts. Before we close off, I actually have a question. Yeah. Is it a topic of debate? No, it's not. It's actually just a. We'll come to that next episode. It's a a relative question since we're in we're in deep. Um, what's a little thing you do? To make a, the world a better place. Hold the door open and say please and thank you accordingly. A little thing I do to make the world a better place. Yeah. Pretty sure we all have that one thing. Send out a tweet. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think so because, okay. you know, I'm helping people by sharing yeah. my own perspective. Okay, okay. I can see that. Well, for me, it would have to be uh, taking care of my belongings. Maybe? Mm-hmm. How so? Does that make the world a better place or does it make your world a better I place? I think it makes my world a better place. Well, it makes you know his why? world a better place, but he becomes a better because he becomes a better person and helps the world. I don't like that. that thing where it's just like everything becomes disposable. Everything is disposable no matter what you buy, right? Oh, you why mean you... like taking care of the things you own as long as they yeah. will realistically last. Exactly. Okay, I got you. Yeah. That is a that's a good answer. You're being that's efficient. Not, that's not what I expected. Mm. Sorry, I thought I thought what you meant was like maintain my house and like keep <laughs> oh, I paint you know my wall like do my yard work and no, stuff like no like, you mean like <laughs> if you have a car yeah right like for instance you have a Prius yeah you want to make that thing run for like 20 years yeah like 20 to 40 you... or as long until it runs into the ground yeah. basically I like that and that's a good answer yeah even if he was he was to say you know I take care of my garden okay you, you create you're creating a more flourishing environment yeah. for all of the leaves and animals and insects around you yeah it's all inter- interconnected. I mean, another thing is, it's like if I see a piece of trash that I happen to come up with, and there's a trash can. I thought I should pick it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, a, it's like a little thing that you do, but it makes a big difference. If we're out in like the woods, yeah, or in nature, that's a big one. Exactly. That drives me nuts mm-hmm. when you're camping and you just see like a six pack on the ground. Yeah, and crushed, white broken claws. glass. Like, yeah, yeah just like, dicks. Yeah. Anybody that breaks a glass bottle somewhere in nature, like, is just oh my god, it's a piece of shit. Because people walk around out there without shoes on. Yeah, or shoes with minimal soles, right? So it's just a matter of time before somebody's gonna step on a glass, and you were the dick that had to leave the bottle there. Yeah. Point being, don't be Captain Sus. Don't throw your shit away in the. Point being, just be a good person and realize that anything that you brought there most likely isn't supposed to be there naturally. So you should take it back with you. Yeah. Think on a higher level. Yeah. And you don't need the attention. Triple from digit your IQ. Quadruple re- digit IQ. You really don't need the attention from your actions. So. I mean, like if if no one sees me pick up that piece of drink, I don't care. That's, that's what I want. You want you want yourself to feel that. Yeah. You don't want other people. You don't want acknowledgement. But yeah. Anyway, um, I think we're gonna close off here. Um, Episode speaking of making the world a better place, thank you for tuning in to the Two AM podcast. Uh-huh. We'll let uh we'll let Mr. Said okay close it finish off. it out. Well, always, we love you and check us out. We're on Anchor.fm. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Maybe Apple Music. Who yeah. knows? We might fuck around and create an album. YouTube and many more. So like and subscribe. Leave a five-star review. And yeah, we'll see you all in the next episode, number 34. 34. Catch you on the other side. Catch right. you. Peace. Peace.